1: Everybody and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Jason Lipshutz, and I am an associate editor and the Pop Shop blog editor
0: of Billboard.com.
1: based in New York. I am not in New York right now. I am in Las Vegas, sitting on, on a couch, sofa, sitting on a couch,
0: sitting on a couch with
1: my man and yours, Keith Caulfield. How's it going, Keith?
0: I'm good. I am the what to your what tonight, Jason? <laughs> I'm the. I'm the. I'm I would
1: the- say you are the Nicki Minaj to my. Nicki David. Minaj doppelganger. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. There was a Nicki Minaj doppelganger on the carpet tonight, and all of us were almost taken for a ride. That was a... So, all right, there was so, almost a woman who tried to turn us on, but she wasn't actually the real Nicki.
1: So we are, we are live at the MGM Grand, where we just left about an hour and a half ago. The... Billboard Music Awards of 2015. Yes, we were on the red carpet, tag teaming the red carpet. I was as we did at the Grammys. We were
0: backstage as well in the um, fabulous one-on-one room where yeah. artists came back and took fabulous photos that you'll see on Billboard.com very soon. Yeah, glamour shots.
1: Glamour shots. Lots
0: of fabulous jewelry and jean jackets turned up with their collar. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> and then we were as the show was going on. Keith was doing the winners walk where. Various artists who either won awards or won or, the night, or, as they say. Or
0: yeah, or, or you know, maybe uh, performed on the show and didn't have yeah. a chance to walk on the carpet. Like David Lee Roth came by,
1: Tori Kelly came
0: by, Tori Kelly, Megan Trainor. Oh, um, and yeah.
1: uh, that what was that group called? One Direction. One Direction.
0: Why, yes, yeah. One Direction came by. <laughs> Said I, and I finally had to. I finally got. Well, no, I shouldn't say finally got my moment. Yeah, because I've talked to them before.
1: Yeah, but I felt like had this your moment
0: again. This was a better moment <laughs> with me and wonder where did you talk to them before at the AMA's last year? Oh. But that was like, s- like so super short. Okay, so you that had some time. This to was like in. a proper interview. I actually could actually make it work.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. So again, uh, for those before we get started, this is a, a post Billboard Music Awards pop Shop podcast. We are usually on separate coasts. We are in the same on the same sofa right now. I'm looking at Jason right now. It's nice to look at you, man.
0: Right. We can also talk at the same time and overlap usually, one another.
1: Usually I tape the podcast in a conference room in New York, in yeah. the New York building. I normally offices. tape it inside
0: like someone else's office. And I can it's hard computer.
1: because I'm trying to picture you drop all these chart facts. Yeah. And you know, I sometimes I usually have like a little like keith like figurine so I can like you know, like a little, like,
0: right? I just have a voodoo doll with you, yeah, exactly. And so, and so every time you forget something, so I'm like, ah, that that needle's working, <laughs> got him in the shoulder. Um, That's but why we are... you can't throw those free throws anymore. Oh, look, it's a sports reference. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, my goodness, we it's awesome oh, that Jason's we could actually living tonight because he saw a basketball player on the carpet, and yes. lost his mind,
1: yeah, so. Very quickly, I'll tell the story before we get like really depressing. started. See,
0: this is what happens when we're in the same room. Yeah, I know we
1: don't have any kind of script or notes or anything. No, we don't have a script. Normally, we do. But um, so you're going to hear us blabber a lot. But um, yeah, so Iggy zelia walked the red carpet, and I interviewed her. It's it was this was actually my first time interviewing Iggy zelia I interviewed her for about 59 seconds. Um,
0: about 59 seconds, to be possibly exact. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it was it was a great it was a great minute of my life. Uh, I felt fancy. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. But for those who don't know,
0: I, for you know, I just want you to know,
1: Iggy Azalea's boyfriend is Nick Young, who is a player for the Los Angeles Lakers. And for those also who don't know, I'm a huge <laughs> basketball fan. And for those
0: just joining us, Jason likes the basketball. I love
1: the basketball. And and Keith, before he was on the Lakers. He was on my favorite team, the Philadelphia 76ers. All right,
0: we're getting kind of deep here. So Jason lost his mind because he's like, is that Iggy Elliot?" I'm like, yeah, it's Iggy. He's like, oh, wait, oh, my God. And then he like basically <laughs> fanboyed out, not over Iggy, but yeah. over like the guy that she was with. <laughs> because I think also we, were, we weren't sure if she would actually attended any sort of event with him. Yeah, that's like. the
1: thing is that like she was, she he wasn't at the Grammys because it was in the season. So he couldn't go with her. It's uh, a, it's, he's not playing anymore.
0: And we didn't get Iggy at the Grammys, did we?
1: No, we did not. Yeah. And we got Iggy today.
0: Yeah. Um, so before we get too deep into this, okay. Uh, I, well, no, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Um. What we normally say is before we get started, we have a jam-packed show. You should really go and like like us on iTunes. Oh yeah. Subscribe we got to gotta us do on on the iTunes. housekeeping. Got to do the housekeeping stuff here. Yeah. So, so, so know.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, if you are a fan of the Pop Shop podcast, like us on iTunes. Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend. Rate subscribe. and review us on iTunes. Do you like our fancy
0: new graphics? Yeah, we have fancy new graphics now, Ooh, which is la, great. La, la,
1: la. Um, again, this is this is going to be posting up on iTunes. This episode, I should say, it's going to be posting up on iTunes on Monday morning as well as on Billboard.com. But we will also have a new Pop Shop podcast, as per usual, on Thursday. And I think that's going to be our Song of the Summer episode, which I'm excited about. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that. I was
0: surprised. Well, that's <laughs> probably why we asked everyone about their Song of the Summer tonight, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that, is that what's going to be on Thursday? Everyone yeah, talking maybe. about it, maybe?
1: We'll see. St- tune in.
0: You'll find out. I, you'll find out when I find we out.
1: Might, we, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Uh, if you have any questions for us, hit us up on Twitter. He is at Keith underscore Caulfield. I am at Jason Lipshutz. Okay, so we we kind of got started with Nick Young and Iggy Azalea.
0: Yeah, and there's so many other things to talk about.
1: Um, uh, so I mean, they're
0: they're great. Yeah, but there's yeah. a lot of stuff.
1: Well, Iggy performed. It was sort of taped. It wasn't at they. They did not perform at the MGM Grand.
0: They did not perform. Uh, Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea together performed "Pretty Girls." Yes, they both came onto the carpet at the same time. By the way, yeah, which was cool. Iggy um, and Britney were both posing for photos at the same time. Uh, Britney, I don't think she did any press on the carpet, but I'm sure someone will probably say that you know I'm wrong. Um, so yeah, I interrupted you, but yeah, they yeah, Pretty Girls. They performed. They performed on the Billboard Music Awards. Yes, they were. They were part of the show. Yes. Yeah,
1: and. They had, it's funny because I saw Britney, we're taping this on Sunday night. I saw her on Saturday night. Uh, A group of us went to her Vegas show at Planet Hollywood, which was awesome and I recommend it highly. You've seen it before, Keith?
0: I saw it opening night.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I forgot about that.
0: I saw saw Britney Spears' Piece of Me show at the Access at Planet Hollywood opening night. I reviewed it for Billboard. My review turns up, get this. On the commercials that you see on the big screens when you arrive in Las Vegas at the airport, yeah. when you're watching the big screens at the luggage carousels, they're like, Britney Spears, piece of me, blah, 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 now Planet Hollywood. And they show like the, the sizzle quotes, like, yeah. so-and-so says it's this. And then up comes a quote from me. It's a hits-filled bonanza, says Keith Caulfield. That's what you called it? A hits-filled bonanza is evidently what I wrote in my story.
1: And so somehow... I love the word bonanza. bonanza, It's it's a
0: hits-filled bonanza. Look, I wrote it at two in the morning after that show. (laughs) I may have been delirious, but it is a hits-filled bonanza.
1: It was really fun. So anyway, uh, so they performed Pretty Girls, and it was... uh, it was fun. It, it, it was it was fun. Like you haven't seen a Britney Spears award show performance in in quite some time. The last time. time she
0: performed on the on any award show Four was years, the Billboard yeah. Awards in two thousand and eleven. Yeah, she's been she likes Billboard, and we really like that she f- comes back to us and she trusts our That's great,
1: Britney. Um, so let's talk about One Direction. Who kind of it's funny because they didn't perform, they did not win top artists, but they I feel like they kind of stole the show a little bit tonight because this was their first award show. Appearance without Zane.
0: Yes. And like, there's going to be a lot of this is their first blah without Zane type talk. Yeah. I, I, it's funny For, because their first talk show appearance without Zane, their first award show without Zane. I,
1: I likened it a couple, like a, a couple weeks ago to like a toddler where it's like, the oh, steps, the first steps. The first yeah. Everything, everything is new body again. Body trained. Yeah. So yeah, now it's, now it's like all this post Zane. Um, and they grow up so fast, I guess. They
0: grow up so fast. And they have so much facial hair now, so many tattoos. So
1: before we before I ask about what you talked about, um behind uh behind the scenes with One Directions, it it was it was I liked that Liam when they were accepting the award for Top Duo slash group, gave uh gave Zayn a little shout out there. Yeah. He was like was uh, our, our brother Zane. Our brother Zane... Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but this war award deserves to be shared with our brother Zane. I think that's he said something along those lines. Which was nice, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it's... Uh, especially because there's been so much tumult between yeah. Louis and Liam. So... Or not Liam. Excuse me. Louis and... Not Louis and Liam. Louis and Zane. Louis and Zane. Yeah. So that was nice. And then you talked to the backstage.
0: I did. I talked to One Direction backstage. Um... I, you know, you uh, folks listening, you, you may not understand the high drama that goes into trying to wrangle superstar <laughs> A-list talent for these award shows. Like just trying to get a moment with them, because everyone else is also trying to get them too. Yeah. So we were able to make it happen, and um, yeah, we I talked to them backstage. Um, they took some photos with us, some some sort of uh, still photos, and then we did a video interview with them. And I asked them about what happened on stage, about how they were sort of cut off from the rest of their acceptance speech. And I said, well, you can finish the rest of your speech now. And they're like, well, yeah, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, which was kind of a funny moment. And then I asked them about how their new album is going. Um, and they talked about, you know, who they're working with to a degree. They talked about how the, it seems like they have the same team in place that has been working on their last few albums. Yep. So. If if you're familiar with the team, um, uh, Nate Jamie something or other whose name I forget. We have a computer in front uh, of us. So we can Jamie look it from, um, at Jamie from that duo, pop duo. Anyway, never mind. Um, so they're working on it right now. Um, and what else did we talk about? We talked about oh, we asked I asked about Directioners. I asked about their fans and what they think of their fans. And um, they talked about how their fan base has started. Jamie Scott. Jamie Scott. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so I think Jamie Scott's probably involved with the album as well. So they also talked about their fan base, the directioners, and how they've started this movement, this hashtag no control movement, um, which kind of was a worldwide trending topic on Twitter all day on Sunday, May seventeenth. And it's basically and and Louis addressed it specifically and talked about. Uh, what it is and uh, yeah so we we had we had a good chat it lasted for it seems like a long time but it wasn't really that long but it was a good long it chat. always
1: seems like it and then Seem- you look up and it's like 45 seconds yeah
0: i definitely think it was more than 59 seconds with Iggy azalea yeah i definitely think it was longer <laughs> than jason's jennifer lopez interview he talked to fucking j-lo on the carpet jason <laughs> to talk to j-lo well, you J- just, you j-lip just
1: swooped in
0: j-lip i didn't talked know that meant,
1: uh, meant so much to you I like J-Lo. I mean,
0: I, I think it's great the way you're so blasé about freaking Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. It's J-Lo. Oh, she's no. She's so I lo- beautiful on listen, the carpet. It's insane.
1: It's, you know, she's a superstar. But I, I'm i just saying in, in terms of w- you wanting to talk to her because Keith and I were trading off.
0: Yeah, we were tag teaming on the carpet, you know, based upon, like, who, you know— we were probably had the the more the better skill set for yeah her.
1: and we but we prepared for everybody but yeah. you know like if charlie XCX comes up that's all jason that's all me if and little big if town comes up that's all that's me that's all you so i you should have told me uh, we didn't know that jennifer lopez to no, be didn't. walking on the carpet no we did jennifer lopez shows up on the carpet and Boom. we're like oh my god i didn't realize J-Lo's and then she starts there. to impress and we're like let's go we're
0: like she's really talking to us okay
1: and i'm sorry man next next red carpet los okay. all you i got one direction so let's talk about someone else we talked to on the red carpet, I talked to uh Fifth Harmony. Yes. So right now we're recording this uh a couple hours, like I said, after the Billboard Music Awards. Right now, my Twitter comments, my my at replies are in shambles. They're literally in shambles. Yeah, Keith.
0: someone is saying talk to Fifth Harmony on Periscope, but Keith Coughlin and I will talk about... wait, that's you. Um Yeah. Yeah. So Twitter is kind of going off the hook asking about Fifth Harmony. And you know what?
1: And Before before we say anything, I get it. Well, the, the whole thing is that Fifth Harmony was announced as a performer. Yes. And then...
0: And sort of relentlessly promoted. Yes. By various entities leading up to the awards saying, are you excited to see Fifth Harmony perform on the show?
1: Yeah. And they ended up introducing Nicki Minaj and David Guetta's performance without performing. And... I get it. Like that. That's the thing. Is like people who are tweeting us and saying like we hate you. Well, I I don't get that. Don't no, hate us. We didn't
0: produce the show. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I mean I, Jason and I. <laughs> did. Maybe
1: you did. I, I, was... I did. I definitely didn't. But um, I get people. I get the anger. I get it's like you want to see you tune into an award show that promises your favorite artist performing, and then they don't perform. I get that. It's a letdown. Yeah. I, I I totally understand that. So here's what we'll say. Yeah. And <laughs> we said, we'll say, what will we say? We said this on, oh, and, and if I didn't already say it, thank you again to everyone who watched us on Periscope. We did a live little fan inter- interaction Periscope thing after the award show. And uh, we talked about this then as well, but we'll talk about it again. Fifth Harmony was supposed to perform, they did not perform. They are going to discuss why, I believe, very soon. Is, is that. Uh, is that what is uh what the deal is? I, I believe they, that as in Fifth Harmony is going to discuss. What yeah, I think it. they and their team are going to release some sort of statement clarification. Well,
0: I mean they they said on Twitter, oh, like you know earlier tonight they said, oh, you know we're not performing, you know we're only presenting. Um, yeah, and uh you know I'm sure I'm sure by the time you hear this though we've already clarified what happened. Um, hopefully. And also, and I can't speak on behalf of the Billboard Music Awards. Um even though I do work at Billboard, as yes. does Jason. Um, all I can say is that, you know, in the run-up to a show, um, best laid plans sometimes go awry. Yeah. And, you know, for we, for, for all we know, it, it, there may have been an adjustment in the running time of the show. Yeah. Um, something could have happened. For all we know, maybe Fifth Harmony, you know, said, we we can't do this. I don't know. Yeah, we don't we know. Don't, we don't know. And, and it's not, you know, it, it's... It'll all be fine. Yeah, that's that's
1: the thing. Is that here's here's the here's the silver lining, right, Keith? You see through this, and and you know Fifth Harmony's performed on a ton of televised shows in like Good Morning America, Today Show, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, this was a huge look for them if they did perform. But I think this shows how passionate their fan base is. Oh, absolutely! Because. I know that certain artists, you know, they just wouldn't kind of see this tsunami of Twitter mentions and people Two mobilizing on Twitter, I and just saying what happened. And I and th- and that's the thing. I think the silver lining is that it shows again how many people care about this group and you know, they're they're on the cusp of only their first top 20 hit. Yeah. But their fans are so passionate so
0: we asked about all of that we asked about how they're having a huge hit right now with worth it which is their biggest hit ever on the billboard hot 100 and their biggest hit period really the one that's breaking them through to yeah. the mainstream we asked them about that on the red carpet you can watch that video online now and i think um we also asked them about uh, and you mean we, we may address this later we also asked them about the devotion of their fans I believe, yeah and um, you know and we're both
1: fans of fifth harmony uh, i know i was
0: i, w- I really want to do the interview with fifth harmony on the carpet, but. Jason has a much better reason to talk to them because he did the So You Know I Can't Dance. Yeah. Wait, is that it? So You Know You Can't Dance. So You Know You Can't Dance. And they came up and they they were super, I mean, some of them actually recognized me did they? Yeah. At the oh, beginning, really? Yes. They, some of them did, like, Oh, hey. I sort of
1: nudged you out of the way, I guess. Yeah, so Jason sorry, suddenly man. jumped in front of me and was like, I'm yo, like what's the, up? I'm it's basically your, a, a red boy. carpet egomaniac. It's
0: your boy Jason taking over the joint yet again. Oh, come on. Sorry, I feel a little protective of Billboard's red carpets <laughs> because I've been the one doing them since um, 2011. Yeah. So every every time Billboard usually has a red carpet somewhere in Los Angeles or Vegas, I'm usually that guy. <laughs> But now Jason's swooping in. But here's
1: the thing doesn't it make it easier for you?
0: No, it does. Okay. It does. See? And it does, and it made sense that, if, that you talked to Fifth Harmony because you did the, the the video with them, and they came up and they were asking you questions about, oh hey, you know, and they ad- they were referencing certain pers- things in his personal life. Oh, you
1: can, I mean, they yeah, they asked how my wedding planning right because
0: Jason's going to get married later on this year, and they were asking about that. And they they've recognized me before. They're so good with that, yeah. And they're so they're, they're so personable, they're so charming, and you can see why they have such a great fan base yeah. because they really make that connection with people. So let's move
1: let's move on, man. So how long have we been talking? Like a half an hour already. (laughs) Fifty nine seconds. So Taylor Swift. We we haven't even talked about Taylor Swift, who kind of ruled the night. Top artist. uh, She won eight awards, right? Unbelievable. I think so. Unbelievable amount of awards. You
0: know, she's now won the if she I I think she's won eight, and I believe she now has the most Billboard music awards of any artist in history with twenty.
1: Unbelievable. She would have passed Garth Brooks, right?
0: Garth Brooks had nineteen. Yeah. Hey. We, we you wrote something about that on Billboard.com. I helped you verify that. I
1: did. I did indeed. Yeah. You're right. And oh, yeah, Taylor
0: swept, basically. Well, almost swept. I, I mean, it,
1: it makes sense. She had the biggest album and she had two number one smashes.
0: It's been a very good year. It's for been Taylor. a very good
1: year for Taylor. And
0: And and the bad blood video. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you have not seen the bad blood video. No, because we're
0: recording this. We've, we've, uh, just so you know that I'm not like sleeping here. Um, after the red carpet finished, um, at 5 p.m. local time here in Vegas, that is when the show actually starts. Yeah. And, um, I went backstage and I'm in a press area where they didn't have a monitor, so I couldn't see it. Jason was next door in in a different room, so he could see it. Yeah. So he has seen the video.
1: Yeah, I saw the Bad Blood music video. It's basically almost like, hey, do you know who um, the director Robert Rodriguez is? he's yeah. done. Uh, yeah, so it was w- still done. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Um, right. And yeah, like Sin City, and uh, so it looked very Sin City-like in all, all the lead up to it. It was a lot of that. It was basically like... First of all, it was cool that... Because it's the Kendrick Lamar remix of Bad Blood. That was the Ah. actual video for it. So that was awesome. I really liked his contribution to the new version of it. And basically all of the... He was the only male in the video all of the fe or I I should say the only like male star of it. Right. There were some bodyguards being beaten up by Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. Or
0: like some male dancers like Horton around. Yeah, no, it was kidding. just no, it was no it was no male <laughs> there dancers. Was no dancers.
1: There were there was state or there was dance fighting. But anyway, um you basically just had this avalanche of female stars from Lena Dunham to Carly Kloss to Haley Williams to Zendaya. I I mean Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford Random. uh Ellie Goulding was in there. I didn't know Ellie Goulding was part of the Taylor Swift gang squad yeah, team. Yeah, she
0: sometimes pops up in those cool. those Instagram photos of her. I love Ellie. Like, you know, like you, I I expected the Heim girls to show up at some point.
1: Yeah, where were the Heim girls? Maybe they weren't available that ba- weekend. Basically, it was almost like a Hunger Games meets Robert Rodriguez kind of thing where it was just a bunch of you know, female superstars kicking ass, and uh, as like comic book heroes, it was really fun. I, I, it, it's so, it's so crazy to see. Here's, here's what I thought of actually when I was watching this video. It's so crazy how far Taylor Swift has transitioned in such a short amount of time. Like this was like. I know that, you know, Blank Space, Shake It Off, They there weren't, like, country, you know, music videos, country songs at all. But, like, to see her in this, like, sci-fi, high production kind of thing is just crazy to think of, like, it's only been, like, five years since, like, mine and the story of us and stuff like that uh, on her Speak Now album. It's just, it's so crazy how much she's been um, transitioning.
0: Yeah, and you know, the other thing about Taylor is that I remember when I saw her on the AMA awards like like 2 years ago, I guess, or yeah, whenever she did um um what was the second single from the last album, Jason? Um with the second dubstep s- breakdown? Oh, I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble when she did I knew you were trouble on the AMAs and she opened the show and I was never like a, like a big taylor swift like fanboy like yeah i liked what i heard i liked the singles great um but then when i saw her do i knew your trouble i was like this is like a moment where she's making a transition yeah and i think uh jason's yawning because he's really tired no right? no no um he is yawning because i am because we're doing this on sunday night after the yeah. show yeah um yeah so it's amazing what taylor's done
1: yeah it's 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 unbelievable. And again, she won top artist uh, a million awards. She was eight total P-
0: little PDA with Calvin Harris. She, she I believe, uh, in, like sort of hugged him once and maybe kissed him once. Yeah, I think that was the first time that they sort of I mean, they and I, I mean, we're not this is not what we do. We're not like, let's talk about like, you know, personal relationships with people. But, you know, when you come to an award show and you're there with your significant other, you know, it's sort of kind of. You're there. And um I thought that was kind of nice that they're, you know, going out together. And who knows? I mean, maybe Taylor and Calvin could work on music together. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? I'm sure that's happening. That's got to be happening. I'm sure that ha- is happening. I, I think mean, it'd be so cool.
1: You look at what happened with her and Kendrick, which is obviously not a romantic thing, but they shared a mutual, uh, you know, affection for each other's music. And now yeah. he's on the... Bad Blood remix.
0: And Taylor is such a fan of just like music in general. Like she loves like all sorts of musicians and artists and she can like name check everyone. Like I was reading on the flight in on like the Southwest magazine. There was an interview with her and they were asking her about like Steve Earle I think. I think that's the interview I was reading. Like she knows like everyone from Steve Earle to like George Jones to Calvin Harris to whoever. Like she's just that kind of artist.
1: Absolutely. So she was she was one of the big winners of the night. Um, Let's talk about you know what? I, I want to talk about Tori Kelly for a second because who I spoke to
0: backstage, by the way.
1: She was the Billboard Kia one to watch. Yep. And it's one—it's one of those things. And again, this is a Billboard award show. We work for Billboard, but it's—it's it's always one of those things where it's like, you know, an artist who doesn't necessarily have the star power to appear on a major award show like this, and and you're kind of like. When she comes on stage or or whatnot, it's like, oh, what is she, like? What is this artist doing here? It just seems kind of out of place. But she gave one of the best performances of the night.
0: I mean, that's what she, people were saying. Like John was, Legend loved it, and yeah. or Georgia Line, where, where they mentioned how they thought. Yeah, I think it was one of the things where people didn't really know who she was, and we were talking about this. I think in last week's podcast, where we were talking about who's going to be the one to. You know, take the it, breakout, yeah. The breakout. And it's her because she is that sort of flying under the radar artist, yeah, that is going to take the moment and say, Hey, you don't know who I am, but I have this moment and the spotlight's on me,
1: yeah. And it, it, it's funny because you know, it, it's not like she's coming out of nowhere, she's been working on music for years.
0: But to the average person, Washington to the average home, person, yeah, they don't know who she is, and this was her moment.
1: But this was, you know, it was, it was a little, ri- I, I think it would, I would say it's a little risky to have someone like a Tori Kelly on a nationally televised award show like this and to not have people like tune out or whatnot, just because they're so unfamiliar. But and that's she really... why you blow
0: them away with an amazing performance. Exactly. Cause they're not going to tune out. They're not going to change the channel now. It's like, this is too good.
1: I, it's funny because she came out with, it was just her and a guitar. And I was, I made a joke um, to our colleague that was sitting next to me. I was like, man, they were like, <laughs> someone, of the producers were like, you can perform, Tori, but your production budget is zero dollars. <laughs> so yeah. she's like, "Uh, all right, I guess I'll come out with just a guitar
0: You're then. Like, you can be on the show, however.
1: Um, some of the other highlights. I thought that the Wiz Khalifa, Charlie Puth, Lindsey Stirling, See You Again performance
0: was just... Really stellar. Pooth on the carpet was talking about um Pooth on the Carpet. Pooth on the Carpet. Never let before. Who cares <laughs> when you pooth kick your jacket? Um I talked to Pooth on the carpet, right? Or was it you? No, that was you. That yeah. was me. Um we we I was asking him about how the collaboration came together and yeah. he said that the original intent was that they wanted live strings on the song when they made because. Because he noted that he produced Really? The song. And he says, you know, b- for whatever reason, it didn't happen. So I put on elect- electronic strings. And then he's like, when we decided to do this, um, they thought, why not get strings? Like yeah. real strings. And then they said, oh, hey, what about Lindsey Stirling? And also, by the way, Lindsey Stirling is also managed by the same person who manages Charlie Pooh. Oh, okay. So it's a happy little. Yeah. And
1: Lindsey Stirling didn't know she was going to be performing with, uh until like last week yeah like, it was, it was, was very last very last minute that was really great i i mean i'm I'm not like a huge c u again fan i mean it's a it's you know an emotional song i'm not it's not like one of my personal favorites but it it was definitely one of my personal favorite performances of the night um let's talk about Kanye because that was kind of on the opposite end of where where everything <sighs> went right for the c u again performance It just seems like Kanye was a little snake bit at the Billboard Music Awards. What snake bit?
0: I didn't see the performance. What happened?
1: Oh, so you didn't hear about this? No. Okay. So it started when the Jenners introduced him, and um, people were as a doctor, and people were there was a a select group that was booing them, and you could you could hear it on the telecast. You could definitely hear it, and. I don't really know why they were booing them. Like, aren't they just like huge likable stars now?
0: Well, I think the it Maybe was my the, perception was it, was it Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie?
1: No, it was it was uh I believe Chloe and Kylie. So
0: it's two of the. It was yes. a, it was a Jenner and a Kardashian. Yes, um, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna verify
0: that as I we mean, talk. I mean, the Kardashians and the Jenners are. A, a little bit polarizing in general. However, I think now with what's what's happening with Bruce Jenner, um, I think you know there's certainly more of I think the the
1: no it was, I'm sorry it was Kendall and Kylie Jenner just Kendall I, and Kylie on their own. I think Chloe was there with okay, but um, she was well not. Well, whatever the case, presenting. I
0: I kind of thought right now that people um, were kind of with them. However, you can never account for people kind of going lame the yeah. audience because you know this show this award show is at the mgm grand garden arena it holds like twelve thousand people yeah um it's a big concert thing like you know it's a ticketed event a lot of people can just come to this yeah you know you can buy a ticket to the show and so sometimes if you're going to have a couple of rowdy people in the audience that start booing it's really tacky and it's not cool it's just strange
1: like it's, it's just like you know out of everybody kendall and kylie jenner get booed anyway so then after that, Kanye performed, and way too much uh, fog on on stage. Couldn't you could see barely him. see him. Oh, there were sound problems. Oh, and it was strange that he did all day. And did you watch the Brit Awards? Performance? I did. That was incredible. It the, was pretty cool. And it
0: was, like conceptually, it was very. cool. So you
1: have you already have that to compare it to, and this the production value wasn't as high. He, then he transitioned into Black Skinhead which is a strange choice because it's kind of random two years old. Yeah. I'm like, it's old and just a strange note to end the show on. I mean, it, it just seemed like this was, whereas the Brit awards, everything went right. It just didn't seem like anything went right. Maybe, here.
0: maybe it was one of those things because they added it sort of at the last minute. Cause the, the Kanye performance I think was not added until last week. So maybe it was just sort of the, um, you know, sort of the production capabilities that Kanye's camp had, and the producers of the show, that Clark Productions, had, in terms of pulling the performance together. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't know. I mean, we don't know sort of the internal machinations. Of, that's the
1: that's the that's the takeaway from this podcast. We, we don't, don't know. know. I
0: mean, we know some things. Yeah. Um, but some things we don't know. And earlier, dur- as we started to record this, I tweeted out something asking people, "Hey, we're recording the podcast right now." Tweet us your questions if you have any questions. And about 95% of the questions have been about Fifth Harmony. Yeah. So by the time all those people that were tweeting me, hopefully there will be some clarity. Yeah. Someone between Billboard and Fifth Harmony is going to have to say something to to quell the the natives because they're very restless. Yeah. Um The Harmonizers.
1: So Kanye, you know, it was uh it was it was definitely disappointing. But you know what was kind of like a sneaky great performance was Imagine Dragons' uh, "Stand By Me" in honor of Ben E. King. Yeah, that was I would not have expected to like that as much as I did, just because it's just like oh, Imagine Dragons performing "Stand By Me." Not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just that I don't know. It's it's it just didn't make sense at first to me, but I, I think it, they definitely pulled it off. Um, you talked to Imagine Dragons on the, the red I carpet. I did.
0: I did talk to Imagine Dragons on the carpet. I talked about how they, um, they, they, well, I, I'm not sure if all four of them live in Vegas. Dan, the lead singer, does yeah. live in Vegas. He says he lives in the mountains. It took them 25 minutes to get here, um, or here, me, yeah, here, we're still here at the MGM. Um, and I asked them about um, performing in tribute to Benny King, um, and I asked them something else, which I don't quite remember. I really always enjoy talking to Imagine Dragons. They're always nice guys and they're always funny. Yeah, they're really good dudes. And they kind of like, you know, just kind of roll with it and start to act silly with you and give you funny video. Um, It's funny because you have these, uh, and they're usually like male,
1: I would say male, either country or rock artists who are kind of come to the pop award shows and they just seem to be rolling with the punches and having just a fun time like i think of like florida georgia line was there tonight too and like they're just so laid back and they're d- yeah d- they're just like nah, this isn't it, it's almost like yeah this isn't really our party but uh we're gonna crash it anyway and we're gonna have a fun time
0: i think it you know i think it really depends it's sort of like that weird sort of award show thing where it's depending on what it is and how you know what you're doing there like florida george line at say the cma awards or the acm awards it might be a different story exactly um and also you know they're i mean they i don't know i mean they imagine dragons is always cool with us florida george line has been very nice to us they you almost always talk to us yeah fifth harmony talks to us whenever they possibly can yeah um yeah and certain artists are just like yeah we're just having a good time it's it's funny when you see like country artists come into like the billboard awards because it's one of those cross-genre events so like when we talked to little big town or brett eldridge it was like you know they're like we're just it's fun to see all these people that we wouldn't normally ever see at any of the shows that we go to because they usually go to the country shows. yeah they're
1: going in and they're like
0: Oh, wow, like Mariah Carey. Oh, Nick Jonas. Oh, wow. We're kind of like a mini Grammys in that way. A little bit. A little bit. We're, 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 we're you know, where it's like we've got a little bit of everything. We do. Uh, little Big Town with Faith Hill.
1: Yeah. Was great. Really? They were really, really great. People, my dad texted me, shout out to my dad. He said that he's not a country fan, but he was like, that was my favorite
0: performance. Really? Yeah. So. Did, uh, well, you know, Girl Crush is, is kind of blown up, and they talked about the song, on the carpet and how it's sort of become this huge hit for them and how they knew it was going to be something special the first time they heard it. And, um, they knew the songwriters of the song. And so they kind of had an in early. Yeah. They're like, we, you know, we kind of knew, we, we already knew the songwriters. And so we heard it the first time. We're like, that's ours. Give it, <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, and, they, and they also had some other news about stuff they're working on, too. So you should check out that video on Billboard.com.
1: Yeah, check out all of these videos right now on Billboard.com. Yes, check out all the videos Seriously. right
0: now. Open up a second screen. Go to Billboard.com slash video. Yeah. And just start watching these videos that we're telling you all you about. You
1: also talked to Ed Sheeran, who performed tonight. I
0: did talk to Sheeran. And he was, what did he say about his performance, the song choice? Oh, yeah. So he performed uh, Bloodstream, right? Yeah, Bloodstream. Um, for the first time ever on TV, yeah, I believe. Yeah, on TV. Um, and he said that he was originally supposed to perform Bloodstream on the Grammy Awards. And then he did not. Yeah. For whatever reason.
1: Well, I, I think... It, it so he saved it for the kinda, Billboard yeah, Awards. Yeah, I think it almost kind of worked out because you remember his Grammy's performance was great with um, Herbie Hancock and John Mayer and Questlove. I think that was the three people with him that they
0: did Thinking Out Loud. And then it transitioned into him with ELO. Yeah. Electric hype. Yes. Electric yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So Ed's Ed's always a fun guy. Um, he
0: talked about his Cheerios. He talked about his Cheerios. Which was fun. And he was nice. He was just – I asked him about his new video photograph and um, if he cried the first time he saw it. Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I don't get emotional looking at my stuff. He's like – but I guess his dad – or his manager did. His uh, manager cried. And, and I asked him who – I said how – I said, I asked if Ed was involved with the video, the making of it. And he's like – no, that was all my dad. Like, I guess it was his dad just organizing all the footage and stuff. Um, and yeah, we talked to Ed. watched the video; it's great.
1: So, what else do we have to talk about? Uh, any kind of fun backstagey stuff um, that you saw?
0: Fun backstage. It was cool seeing. Stuff.
1: I talked to Yaz from Empire. the Empire cast. And Jason's a big Empire fan. I, yeah, I love Empire, and it was great because he was there with his mom and his mom. Like, I was interviewing him. And he pulled his mom in. She the had a shot. pretty cool dress on. She I think he's talking about that. He's like, "Look at the dress!" And
0: that's awesome. I that's mean, cool. like when when the artists can bring their parents with them. That's it's so cool. funny. And
1: the, what I asked him was like, "It's it's so crazy because it seems like Empire, like it's like secondhand now, but that show premiered in January. It's May. Like it hasn't been that long.
0: It's like." It's basically the same thing that happened when Glee started. Yeah. Like ever suddenly, like overnight, these people were like this these by the end of that first season, like everyone was like glee, 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 glee. The same sort of Is thing. That what people were doing. Empire, <laughs> bar, 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 it's the same thing. Can you tell that we're getting delirious? I know. Because we haven't like neither one I'm of us still, here's the thing. We're waiting I... for room service to show up, by the way. We haven't <laughs> eaten. I have not had anything to eat for real since about a quarter of an apple. I had a quarter of an apple an around apple like maybe six chips. p.m. Yeah, I'm so Last hungry. time, and then before that, the last time I ate was around noon. Yeah, I had some yogurt.
1: Yeah, it's not.
0: So we're running on fumes here. We're losing that it.
1: Hashtag pop life. It's, it's tough for both of us. Yeah, I at least have. I at least have the excuse of being on East Coast time still.
0: Yeah, I'm just feeling like that headache starts. It to come seems on.
1: like it's. It seems like it is two a.m. Uh, but it's. It's only ten, 10 thirteen. 13
0: so yeah, and we have to you know get up early for flights tomorrow on Monday. That's true. So, Keith, is there
1: anything we didn't touch upon? Let, let's see. Uh, Hosier's performance, "Take Me to Church," that was uh, that was cool. Oh, you know what? You know what was fun? Um, simple Minds, "Don't You Forget About Me." That
0: Don't was great. We talked to Simple Minds on the carpet.
1: Did they, uh, did we? What did they What did they say to you?
0: Um, I, no, I just asked about you know how does it feel to be celebrating you know this week you know thirty years ago this week. Don't you forget about me? Hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, you know, I just asked them about, you know, what's that mean and 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 how the song has sort of continued to resonate over years. And and I also asked them if they'd actually talked to Molly Ringwald um, ever since. You know, when was the last time they talked to him? And, yeah, it must they, be. And they were like, oh, it seems not since the premiere of the Breakfast Club. Back wow. Then. Yeah. So that's really unbelievable. I think the first time they probably actually. I mean, and on the carpet, they hadn't actually talked to her yet either. So I think the probably the, the first time that they actually probably interacted with her was probably on the show after the performance. Man. Um, which is weird to think about when you think about a song that has been so intrinsically connected to a particular yeah. person and a particular movie. Um, you just sort of assume, like sometimes in your head you make those connections like, Oh, yeah, like, you know, Wiz Khalifa and, like, Ludacrit. Well, you know, Wiz Khalifa, you know, and See You Again in the movie, you just – you connect it. The same thing with, like, the Bee Gees and John Travolta. I'm sure if we asked John Travolta, when was the last time you saw the Bee Gees? He's like, oh, I don't know. Even though they did the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, yeah. which he was a star of. So it's funny how culturally we make those connections, but they don't, they don't really exist in real life. Yeah, it's true.
1: Um, speaking of Ludacris, I want to I wanna say that Luda and Chrissy Teigen – were really strong as hosts, especially Chrissy. She's
0: hilarious.
1: She's really funny, and some of the jokes... Here's the thing about me and award show. Let me let me little. Here's the a little thing up.
0: about me and award shows.
1: <laughs> I don't like award shows that hype a host, and they're like, this person's hosting. Come on, oh my goodness, this person's hosting. And th- that hosting gig turns into f- a five-minute monologue at the beginning, and then just kind of popping up every 40 minutes to be like this person does this and this This person person does does this this. please Please welcome welcome these people yeah i hate that i hate that so much just do stuff do just like even if some of it doesn't work just like try stuff that's what i like and she tried stuff and not every one of her jokes landed but a lot of them did and I really enjoyed that, and and Luda was kind of kind of the straight man, and he, but he's very you know friendly, he's very affable. It, I thought they made a great team.
0: Yeah, and she's you know I I met her briefly um, at the press conference when we announced the Billboard Music Awards finalists. Oh, cool! And um, she was hilarious then. Like you know we we weren't we weren't like on stage. Yeah, like, we weren't having to like she wasn't performing for anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, we were just having like they just. Because what happened, and I'm going somewhere with this, what happened was they announced the finalists, and then I did a little Q&A with them in front of the press that was there. And she and Jessie Smollett, who were there to, per- to announce the finalists, wanted to meet me beforehand, so they knew, like, oh, hi, we're going to talk to you in a second. We wanted to say hi to you. And I went over there, and I met them both, and she was really funny and, yeah. and charming. And none of this was being recorded. We weren't being taped. It was just her being her. And so it sort of gives me hope that her tweets, which are so funny, I'm like maybe that's really her tweeting. Yeah. Because I'm like, does she hire a writer? Because they're really funny. <laughs> you yeah. have to Follow her on Twitter; it's hilarious. Yeah,
1: she is really, really funny. And her husband, John Legend, was performing with Megan Trainor. Who? Oh, you talked to Megan Trainor, but I don't. Did you hear about how she like teared up basically when she won an award?
0: Really? Well, she said yeah. that she kind of like she kind of lost it because she she was telling us. She's like, I kind of forgot who I was supposed to be thanking on stage. And she didn't talk about tearing up. What did she say about...
1: She I couldn't hear it. It's funny because... So in the press room... And you've done this. You've been in the press room. And sometimes they bring back people where... They um, cut out the, the footage. And they cut it. So they they have monitors in the press room. They cut out the audio when they had... like So they brought out David Lee Roth and Celine Dion and Hosier and a couple other people into the press room for general press-ask questions. So they they muted... The audio. Right
0: when she's starting to say right
1: when she won her award. So I could see I could see the teariness.
0: You know what's pretty awesome? Megan Trainer came back and was doing press and she was talking to me after she won her awards and she did the press line. And I was like, you know, congratulations on your two awards tonight. You know, what does it mean? She's like, Oh my god, I just got you know, I I kind of freaked out and didn't I couldn't think everyone I wanted to. And I love Billboard and I love Gary and she like name checks Gary Trust, who I work your chart, with. your chart. He's he's my chart equivalent in New York. Yeah. Gary Trust, who always writes about the Hot 100 each week, he manages the Billboard Hot 100 now. And she name checked him, and was like, "Oh, I love Gary. He always writes all those great stories, and he's always you know such." You know, I met him, and and then she talked about how she when she was younger, she had a vision board, and she put the Hot 100 on her vision board, saying that someday I will ha- I will just be on oh, that chart. That's so awesome. And so tonight, when she won for the top Hot 100 song, yeah that must have been so freaking crazy she's like someday i'll be on that chart and then she ends up winning the billboard music award based on the hot 100 chart yeah
1: that is crazy i, I mean and we we had her into our office before all about the bass was even in the top 40 i think it was it yeah was it was going. just it was just starting out so now she's winning awards for a hot 100 song of the year so keith
0: so, Jason, I think forty-four I think minutes we, in.
1: Yeah, I think we are. Uh, I think we got to wrap this up.
0: Do we have an interview that we're spicing in, or we're not doing that? No, right? we're not doing that. I wasn't sure if you had like a canned interview <laughs> no. that you're like, and now we're going to go to this interview.
1: No, we we appreciate all of it's the. It's said again. We uh, like I said it, we so a couple months ago. Keith and I did a live video pop shop podcast after the Grammys, and we. Um, we couldn't do that at the Billboard Music Awards, but we really appreciate the fan interaction we got on Twitter, and on the Periscope we did right after the show, and yeah, we we appreciate it. we've we've gotten a lot of great comments on iTunes recently about the Popstar podcast, and we see all of them. We appreciate all of them, and yeah, we'll be back later this week. To talk song of the summer.
0: do, 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 do. Yeah. I don't have a charts set of the week. That's fine.
1: We don't have any soon to be hits.
0: Know, that's right. This isn't a regular podcast. Yeah, it's a special podcast. I was podcast. just checking one more time to see if I had any um, tweets like questions about the BBMAs. I've only gotten fifth harmony. And all this is, is fifth tweets. harmony stuff. Why are you playing with the emotions of fans? Well, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer.
1: Why are you playing with the emotions of fans? Um... That's the thing is it we we love Fifth Harmony.
0: Did we like the bad bad blood? Video? Well, we bad blood video. We, I liked it a lot. We we luckily we talked about that. All right, before we um, spill the <laughs> now we're just going harmony. through our Twitters. This is not very good. Okay, this is not this good. This is not good radio. Material. We should wrap this up. Keith, do you have any parting words? Um, this has been a hoot. This has been fun. Yeah,
1: man. I like seeing you in lo- in person. Yes. Do it more often
0: when you're not all about eving me. He's trying to take all of my red carpet glory duties. I'm kidding. (laughs) That's not true. It's not true at
1: all. All right. Let's go out on, uh, don't you forget about me. This is Simple Minds. Uh, 30 years ago, number one on the Hot 100. Thanks for listening. We will see you later this week for a regular Pop podcast and take care.